Oh, welcome to the Harland Highway Podcast. I'm, no, why am I singing it? I should just say it. That's right. Welcome to the Harland Highway Podcast. I am Harland Williams. What a show today. Uh, Today we are going to be uh, talking to an expert about uh, some of the, uh, the latest political upheavals during Donald Trump's um, uh, presidency. We're going to be talking to a professor uh, of uh, political science, Dr. Charles Asmange, and uh, he's going to kind of help us navigate through all the crazy, frantic stuff that's going on at the White House. Also, uh, a crazy news story. Uh, Have you ever been to Bed Bath & Beyond? Wait till you hear what happened at Bed, Bath, and Wink Wink Beyond. Mm-hmm. Also, a phone call from one of the uh, pavement pounders. And then also towards the end of the show, you're going to hear yours truly a little frustrated. I tried to be a home handyman. I tried to be, you know, one of those Mr. Fix-It guys and uh, didn't exactly go the way I wanted it to. I wonder if you've been in that situation before. I guess we'll find out, but let's just have some laughs for now on the Harland Highway. Sit down, strap in, and tighten your diaper. Come here, baby. You're about to go down the Harland Highway. No! No! I didn't bargain for this. Oh, yes, you did. Chicka, chicka, chow, chicka, chicka, chow, man, baby. And the creature from outer space. Please don't stop. I got a mean and ugly face. Magnificent performance. This is the Harlan Highway. I hate you. Well, that's the way it goes. <laughs> what do you say we get down to business? Here we go, here we go, here we go. Hello, everybody. What's up, buddy? It's the whistle. Um, hey, uh, have you ever heard of this place, Bed Bath & Beyond? It's, it's a store where you go and buy bed stuff and bath stuff. And then there's that ambiguous gray area beyond Have you ever wondered what the beyond was? Well, let's do a crazy news story, and I think it might help illuminate all of us as to what the beyond in bed, bath, and beyond is. Raj, hit the music. The Harland Highway. Crazy news story. That's weird. Wow. That's strange stuff. Yeah, here we go. Uh, Here's the headline. Let's get right into it. Headline reads, two men arrested after sex act on store display. (laughs) You see where this is going? This happened in New Jersey. Two men were arrested and charged with engaging in lewd behavior on a display bed at Bed Bath & Beyond during regular business hours. Uh Uh-oh. Haven't you always wanted to see that, though? You're in a mattress shop or you're at Ikea. Or you're in a place where they've got, you know, floor model beds set up. 
And every now and then, you know, you'll lay down on If you're shopping for a bed, you'll lay down on the bed. Like as if that's going to be an indicator of how you'll sleep for a whole night. Oh, I, I lay down on my back flatly. I stare at the roof. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, I think I could sleep here as opposed to actually sleeping in the bed. But sleeping is just so boring. You just lay there. So haven't you always wondered, you know, when you go to buy a bed, what, what's this bed going to be like when I, when I do some lovemaking, baby? So I guess uh, these dudes decided to test it out. uh, The story goes on. Police officers responded to the Bed Bath & Beyond on January 30th after a report from a witness that two men were engaged in a sexual act. God, police arrested two 28-year-old men, one from Nutley. Okay, that doesn't sound good. And the other from North Carolina. Both were charged with lewdness, criminal mischief, and possession of marijuana, according to police records. The Nutley suspect was also charged with having an outstanding warrant for his arrest. You know, obviously it's two gay guys, right? And just as fate would have it, one of them's from a place called Nutley. Now, is it just me, or does Nutley actually sound like a a gay sex act? (laughs) Do you... Do you get the feeling that they were on the bed doing Nutley? Hey, David, look at this beautiful mattress. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, we have to try it. What would you like to do? I don't know. You up for some Nutley? Yes. Oh, excellent. So uh, it goes on to say the incident was reported by an employee who witnessed the act. And I want, I got to ask the question, you wonder how long does someone witness a sex act? Because really you're getting a free sex show, right? So if you're an employee at Bed Bath & Beyond, which can't be the most fun or exciting career in the world, well, today I get to straighten the bath towels, and then later I'm going to go to aisle seven and fluff some pillows. So you would think that to watch a live sex show at your place of work would be exciting, right? You're over there fluffing the pillows. La-dee-da-dee. My God, what's going on over there on the beds? Oh, my God. They're, are they doing some nutly? Oh, I'm going to go and watch the nutly. I'm not gay, but anything's more fun than folding dish towels. Um... You know what I mean? It's like, how you, you, how long does someone watch before they, they go, you know what, I don't like sex. I, I'm not a big fan of sex. I think I'll go call my uh, superiors right now, get the police down here. Although there's probably some sex you don't want to watch, like two guys doing nutly. Uh, so the story continues here. One or both of the men apprehended by police were found to be infected with scabies. Oh, my God. Doesn't this just get better? A contagious skin infestation caused by a microscopic parasite that burrows beneath the skin. The arresting officers were exposed to the mites, according to the police reports. Good Lord. So not only these guys nutlying all over the mattress, and who knows, and I hate to be graphic, but they were engaged in sex. Who knows if they achieved... 
And if you don't know what achieved means, who knows if they climaxed all over said floor model demo bed that other people are going to come and lay on. But now on top of that, they infested it with scabies. So now some poor innocent family goes into Bed Bath & Beyond, a family place. You know, they take turns laying down on the floor model bed, and when they get home, suddenly they, they've got, uh, you know, they're infected with scabies, and they've got dry sperm on their pants. Good Lord. This is the nuttiest. It, it's still, here's some more. Because the two men were found to be suffering from a health condition, their identities are protected by the Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act, officials said. However, police said they were not Bed Bath & Beyond employees. Well, who cares about protecting them? How about protecting the, the, the God-fearing, well-behaved, law-abiding public that goes into uh, a store to buy innocent products and has to lay on their mess? So the police officers were treated at St. Joseph's Hospital and released, though they were on leave for a few days to avoid contaminating the rest of the police department. Which also said the, the booking station had to be fumigated by exterminators to prevent any spread of scabies. Well, did they fumigate the Bed Bath & Beyond? Good Lord. How many of you guys are thinking I ain't going back there? There's the beyond scabies. <laughs> Nutley and scabies. There's your beyond. And then uh, finally it says uh, one of the senior managers of Bed Bath & Beyond's public relations and social media emailed a statement reading the company, quote, takes the safety of our customers and associates very seriously and finds this incident extremely upsetting. Scratch, scratch, scratch. Quote, out of abundance of caution, the incident-related merchandise and display was immediately pulled from the floor and discarded. Well, okay, thank you. Wow. That is just creepy, man. Yeesh. So, uh, you know, there you go. Next time you, uh, you go and uh, shop at Bed Bath & Beyond, just, just make sure you have a, a working understanding of what, quote, beyond means. Because it doesn't sound uh, too healthy to me. Wow. Hello? Hello? Hey, buddy. So, check this out. A prima donna. As a person who thinks she or he is better than everyone else and who does not work well as part of a group or team. I want to coin a new term. You coined the term Dalo. I want to coin the term Prima Donald. Think about it. Chicken chow mein, baby. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. I always love a good uh, new uh, you know, catchphrase. Prima Donald. I like it. It flows, too. It fits. Prima Donald. I like it, but I, I, I guess I have to take a little bit of issue with it because of the description you gave. You know, someone that thinks they're better than everyone else and and doesn't work well with others. Um, 
well, I hate to say it, but Donald kind of proved he was better than everyone else. He knocked out everyone in his own party, like 18 top A-level contenders, and then he knocked out everyone in the other party. And whether you like him or hate his guts, he was better than everyone else. And now he's got, he's the, he's, it sounds weird to say it, he's, he's the top person on planet Earth, according to the way citizens of Earth see the hierarchy. So I guess you lose that argument. And I guess to, to be the, the top person on planet Earth, to think you're better than everyone else, don't you have to kind of have that mindset? Don't you have to have the mindset? Of, he had to believe he was better than all the people competing against him. He had to believe he was better than all the people competing against him in his own party and the opposing party. So those kind of go hand in hand. And as far as doesn't work well with others, I don't know what you're watching. But I watch the news every day, and maybe you do, maybe you don't. Maybe some of the listeners do, some of them don't. But, oh, my God, I've, I've never seen anything like it. And I'm, I'm not blowing smoke. I've never seen a president inviting the top, the top people from the entertainment industry, from, 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 from uh, the tech industry. People like Elon Musk and Tim Cook from Apple and, and uh, you know, the, the, the guy who owns Amazon and, uh, and Bill Gates and, all, you know, all these people sitting in a room together. He's bringing them in. He, he just had the, the whole crew of, uh, of uh, Harley Davidson in. He's had environmental groups and he had Al Gore come in. He's had uh, influential African-American leaders come in. Not, not just to meet, but come right into the white, right into the Oval Office and sit there in the, in the Oval Office. I mean, I've never seen anything like it of you, and I'm just being honest. And, and here you guy, got a guy who's picking uh, what many to believe uh, quite the immaculate and pristine cabinet. And you see, uh, it's never been uh, do documented in the history of American politics. You've you've got the uh, the Democrats holding it up. They're fi they're they're filibustering. They're they're delaying. They're not showing up for the uh, confirmation hearings. You want to talk about people not not playing and cooperating and not getting along. I don't know, man. It's only been two weeks, and I see this guy reaching out to, to so many people and places and things and, and getting things done and signing things, and holy smokes. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not blowing smoke. I'm just telling you what I see. You can decide on your own if you think it's bad or good. That's up to you. But, uh, you know, I had to kind of break down your analysis for the Prima Donald thing, which I like. I like that thing. But if that's what we're going to call him, then, uh, you know, maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it's an effective thing, but it's not accurate. I don't think it's totally accurate. So I don't know. Maybe try another one. Try I'm up for I want you to nail it. I want you to, I want you to come up with a catchphrase <laughs> that actually encapsulates who he is and his actions. And I don't know that Prima Donald does it because I think on many levels 
and just based on what I've said, he, you know, that's being proven wrong. So that's just me. Other people might disagree with that, but that's my point of view. Thanks for the call. I love it. I love that you're thinking about it. Keep them coming, man. Prima Donald. But you know what? Let's not take my analysis or my opinion uh, to heart. Why don't we? Why don't we actually have someone who's an expert in this field instead of listening to lame old me? Um, why don't we? Uh, why don't we? We we have a, we have an expert on the line, Roger. Roger's telling me we have a professor uh, of political science. This guy's out of NYU. He's an older guy, Dr. Charles Asmunch. Okay. What is he, Austrian or something? I don't, Roger doesn't know. Okay, so this guy's a, uh, a political poli-sci major. I guess he teaches up at uh, NYU, Charles Asmunch. And uh, let's put him on and see if he can kind of give us a broader perspective on the pre- presidency of Donald Trump and the, and the political arena and and we can even ask him about this, uh, you know, this new uh, saying, Prima Donald. Um, let's put him through, Raj. Uh, hello, doctor. Are you there, sir? Yes. How are you today? Uh, great, great, great. Uh, you know, this is a timely call because, you know, the, the, we're a very divided nation right now. People are, are very impassioned and fired up about you know, the, the political spectrum, the two sides of, of the aisle, the Dems and the Republicans and Donald uh, Trump. Yes, it's a very uh, tentious, uh, contentious time right now. People uh, definitely, uh, their temperatures are, are on overdrive, and uh, it's, uh, it's uh, very quigmatic to uh, proclamate this. Uh, y- yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, uh, and so you're a, a political science uh, Professor, and I'm sure you probably have a quite quite a good handle on the political climate out there. Would you like to kind of explain to our listeners why you think there's so much tension between uh, you know the the the, uh, the two mindsets here in the in the political arena? Well, it you know you get to a place when you have a, a democratic society where you have a free-thinking society and, and people programmate on where they want to interstone their uh, intentions. And when you interstitialize uh, 40% or 60% of the prochotomous, then there is really no uh, dividing the saturation of the uh, frontier uh, bilateral uh, t- uh, robust. Uh, um, right. Okay. So, wait. Are you saying that 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 are you talking about the 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 the, the blue wall thing? Exactly. Exactly. And and what people didn't see coming in this election was uh, Donald Trump. Uh, you know, for for uh, you know, for all it's worth, put together a uh, protonymous of uh, uh, campaign that uh, cauterized the uh, inflection of the. Uh, the clutch string, uh, you know, the uh, the, the f- five barrel uh, inflation zone. Uh, up in the, in, like in Wisconsin and up like Pennsylvania. Yeah, right through the uh, strata of the uh, megalophone. And uh, 
And I think what the country has to come to terms with is that, uh, you know, not everybody's going to have a Ponzerato when the uh, flitamide is uh, portrayed on the uh, sacramarial uh, for Stidamock. Professor uh, Asmunch? Uh, It's it's Asmunch. Charles Asmunch. Asmunch? That's right. Uh, Professor Asmunch, I, I I I respect your, uh, your your pedigree and and your uh, you know you're, you're obviously a, a man of uh, deep intellect and 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 uh, superior education and I'm I'm worried that maybe some of your vocabulary is um, you know maybe uh, some of the people listening uh, aren't aren't quite at the level you're at and it might be alienating them a bit if you, if you could maybe. If you could spell out what you're saying more in like layman's terms for the listeners. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, yeah, when you look when you look at this uh this election, when you dissect it, when you when you take the pieces apart and you lay them side by side on the Ferfishra, uh there there's just no way that the average person can't um uh, the uh four screw with the uh, nitidoride. Um, so what happens is you've got this whole uh, capitulate of uh, rigor mortis and uh, everybody in the ethereal uh, you know succession uh, ends up uh, fortituting uh, the lasagna at a uh, calidamide rate of accelerated uh, frost uh, freeze uh, layer. Okay, I'm sorry, uh, Professor Charles Asmunch. 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 I'm I'm not sure anybody's following. It sounds like you're just throwing words in here that aren't necessarily matching. (laughs) Well, you know, I I was invited on your show to discuss this deep and powerful and uh, propeller uh, situation and issue. And, uh, you know, I find it uh, perhaps a little bit insulting that, um, you know, the depths of the uh, areoli have uh, resurfaced on the volcanic ash uh, during this precipitatory uh, conglomerate. Uh, okay, now I think you're just making using big words and nothing... I don't know that we're learning anything here, Professor. Well... <laughs> Did you go to school, uh, Mr. Williams? Well, now, that sounded like a bit of a pot shot. Well, you know, uh, sometimes when we resurface the uh, fructose, uh, one can't help but uh, get to the gelatinous uh, aspect of the uh, pine cedar uh, grain strand. Okay, now I'm convinced you're... Yeah... Are, are we having a problem here, Mr. Williams? Because, uh, you know, if, if, if this isn't working out for you, I can always uh, backstroke uh, the Finlander um, crimacia. Sir, I, I think maybe you're, you're just making up words and nothing you're saying is real, and it sounds a lot like gibberish to me. Well, you know, you can always take the backspin approach, uh, the bilateral, bicuspid, uh, and uh, if you want to uh, talk about scapulas or you're uh, you're a vertebrae man, uh, there's always a lens for that type of upholstery. Okay, you know what? Get him off. This guy's this guy's 
Dr. Charles A. Asmunch. Yes, that's my name. Don't uh, birch bark it out. Okay, get him off, Roger. This guy's a, a moron. Hello? Now, if you would like me to elaborate on the uh, pine needle uh, backstroke of the uh, repolished surface of the uh, lalonium, I can... Uh, get him off! God! What the hell was that? Where do you find Dr. Charles Asmunch, Roger? Jesus, that guy was annoying. He didn't make one break. Bra- God. Uh, speaking of frustrating, have you ever done this, you little home repair freaks? Um, have you ever, you know, tried to do something around your own house, fix it? You know, you just you're just like uh, you're in handyman mode, and there's like a crack or a leak or there's uh, something that needs to be nailed or screwed. So on the weekend, I had this uh, I had this area of my house where uh, you know where the glass frame goes in your door. Um, you know, there's like the little the little um, rim where the glass ends and the door begins so your 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 glass is sitting in a frame so to speak and wherever there's windows meeting wood or metal right you usually have to have some kind of uh, silicon seal or caulking or something in there that prevents water from coming in when it rains right so uh i had uh I had an area on my door where the rain was coming in, and over the years it had dripped down. I guess there was a lack of caulking or a lack of of, uh, sealant. And so the water would come in when it rained, and it would drip down the wood inside my house on the inside of the door. And, of course, over the years it left all these horrible water stains in the wood which just looked nasty. I mean, it looked it made the, the, the door look old and gnarly. And uh, so I said, you know what? I'm going to do something about this. So I went to, I went to the Home Depot. I bought myself uh, so some, some water-resistant sealant, some, some window caulking. And uh, I got my electric uh, drill out, and I fitted it with, like, uh, with some wire brush so I could just, like, buff the wood and sand the wood. And I did it all, you know, I was like, you know, it looked beautiful. And it actually, I was, I was actually like, why didn't I do this a long time ago? You ever, you ever do that where you, where you know you've, you should have done something for years and years and you don't do it. And you finally get your lazy ass in gear and you do it and you go, well, why didn't I do that 10 years ago? So I probably should have done this like six years ago. So I get on the, I, I sand all the wood down. I got sawdust in my eyebrows. I look like a Lord of the Rings character that just crawled out of a, a barn. You know, got like the, the these powdery eyebrows and sawdust hair, and I'm probably breathing in a bunch of dirty sawdust. But nonetheless, it looks great. The wood looks beautiful. The stains are completely gone. And I go, okay, now I got to prevent this from ever happening again. I get, the, I get the damn caulking and I 
I put it in. I meticulously actually got a spatula. You know the kind you make icing with in your kitchen? I actually got a, a the icing spatula, and I smoothed out all the... Like, what am I doing using cooking utensils? But it seemed to be the right tool. You know, spatulas got kind of that rubbery, flat... So it was, it was almost like I was spreading icing in my door, but it was caulking. I fooled the icing spatula. Right? I put it in. Made sure there were no holes. I packed it in. I cleaned it all up around the edges. And I'm like, yes, I did it. I didn't have to hire anyone. And then that night it rained while I was sleeping. And I got up in the morning and water galore dripping down the inside of my door. Right where I buffed the wood, regardless of the spackling and the sealant. Just right in my face. Here's, here's what you get for your efforts, Home Depot boy. Oh, fungula, huh? Fungula, up yours, eh? You, you think you can keep the rain out of fuck you? Up yours, you dirty dumbbell. I was just like, come on, man. Really? I gave up like three hours out of my day to do all this crap. But then I realized, I'm like, okay, don't be angry. Don't be angry. Think of the solution. And then I go outside to the other side of the door. You know, you know when you can see through glass and on one side you're inside and on the other side you're outside. Well, guess what old dummy didn't do? It doesn't rain inside your house. It rains outside your house. I didn't caulk the glass on the outside. I just caulked on the inside. Ah, dummy. So now I got to go out and caulk the outside, and hopefully that does it. But it's just so frustrating when you try to do something. You try to be a good guy. You try to be a homemaker. You try to be, uh, you know, industrial. You, you try to be that that guy, that Mister Handyman, and then you're just a complete loser. You didn't fix anything. Ugh. So I'm not giving up. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it another shot. See if I can get it right, and uh, we'll go from there. I'll keep you posted. We'll end the show on my little sad. Sad, sad outing. Don't ask me to come over to your house and fix anything, all right? Because I don't, I don't think I'll do a very good job. I'll give it a good effort, but I don't know that I'll be successful. Boo-hoo. But you know what I am successful at? Stand-up comedy. Making people laugh. And I'm going to be uh, kicking off a brand new show tonight in North Carolina. I'm, I'm here in North Carolina at Charlie Goodnight's. I'll be here right through the weekend, so it'll be February 9th through the 12th. Please come out. Please come out and have some giggles. And then uh, the following weekend, I'll be in Spokane, Washington, bros. Yeah, February 16th to the 18th. Spokane, Washington, bro. So that's going to be a real good time. I have never done stand-up in that part of the, in that city, so come on up. And then March 2nd through 4th, I will be in Phoenix, Arizona. Yes, at Stand Up Live. So please come on out 
enjoy. Go on my website, harlowwilliams.com. You can get all the info you need. All the info you need and, uh, and uh, you know, get tickets. You can buy the tickets right online to my shows. And I hope we see you there, man. It'll be fun. Uh, it's harlowwilliams.com, the stand-up comedy uh, tour link. Also, while you're there, check out our store. We have a cool merch store with T-shirts and all kinds of cool comedy product memorabilia. I don't know why I said that. It's not memorabilia. Idiot. Uh, also, you can write me at harlowwilliams.com or you can phone and leave a voicemail, 323-739-4330, Love hearing from you, you crazy mixed up nuts. Uh, and that's it. That's all we have time for today. I hope you had a good time. Uh, get our free app. Go into your uh, your. Uh, your cell phone into your app store just type in the harland highway and boom you have the app free of charge you uh, will be notified every time we have a new podcast and uh there you go you can listen wherever you go join our premium membership 20 bucks a year get you all the archived episodes plus special stand-up comedy uh, audio and other fun things 20 bucks a year. Um, and what else? That's it. I hope you had a good time. Um, be cool. I hope you're getting through the uh, winter okay. The February blahs. And uh, until next time, chicken chow mein, baby. You know, the depths of the uh, areoli have uh, resurfaced on the volcanic ash uh, during this precipitatory uh, conglomerate.